Comedians Ruin, The Bachelorette Podcast, the show where I convince dudes to watch The Bachelorette under the guise of I'm making a podcast. Today we have tricked, catfished, bamboozled Austin Langley into being on this podcast. How you doing, Austin? Oh, I'm good. I'm doing great. I had fun. That was my first episode ever. Yeah? Ever. And it was bang week, I guess? Nine? Week nine? You got to skip yeah. all the bullshit. Yeah, but also I didn't get to see any of the good stuff. Yeah, they don't show the sex. And it was disappointing all around. Yeah. They could have at least done like some foreplay stuff. They could have just, I don't know, made it cool, more exciting. They just cut from like one part when they get back to the house and they, in the morning, when their makeup's all done and they're like ready to go. Yeah, I wake up, do my eyebrows, and then get back in bed to tell my lover that uh, I'm really starting the process of yeah. filing the paperwork <laughs> to be in love with him. And it's, yeah, when that I whipped up something good, like some uh, some breakfast in bed. I was like, you didn't do shit. Yeah. You didn't milk the cow for that you cheese. You did not do shit. <laughs> it is weird. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It was, like I said, not as exciting as it could have been. But if I was the director, then uh, I would have played different cards. Uh, like more dry humping on the boat. Dry. Oh, I would have banged. Like, I would have asked. Oh, uh, yeah, banged in front of that whole boat crew. That would have been cool. Um, same with the beach. The beach scene deserved more sex. Yes. That sunset deserved more sex. Mother Nature <laughs> deserved a show, and they did not perform. Is what they is what happened. I like how she and Nate discover that there's like a hot tub, and they just sort of like run their hands yeah, through it, wow. giggle, and walk away. Like, no, I would have had <laughs> sex all over that hotel suite. It would have been a blast. Like a semen on the fucking ceiling fan. Oh, I wouldn't have. Yeah, I would have not cared about that either. <laughs> if I was like, you got a whole production crew paying for this room. Not on my bill. What would you, I would ask her what she would like me to come on. Because I'm ready to go. Yeah. I mean, you got a thing? I'll do it. That hotel room was meant for exploring. Do you think if she times it right, she can take the morning after pill for all three? That's the yeah. thing. is It's like the weirdest scripted like open relationship. Like, people are in open relationships and it's nothing like that, you know? That one's just like... I don't... It was... It was a... Uh, it wasn't, I don't know, not real enough for me. I feel like real open relationships are both more toxic and less toxic. It depends on the situation, but definitely more honest and open, I feel like, than what that weird thing was. Honest. Like, if those all, if it was an open relationship, those guys would at least have some sort of, like, communication or relationship. We're not worried. They're like, oh, nothing happened last night. Nothing went down. It's like, you yeah. can you can share. We've all fucked her at this point, you know? It's like, they would all have sex together. It would be, I don't know, it would be, it's, it's just not an adult. With the cameraman. Yeah, it's, it's not adult at all. It's weird. I mean, I understand it's television, but it's also, um, like, the, the conversations weren't real, I guess. She never yeah. was like, oh, man, that dick you got is dope. Like, that would have been an honest thing to say There's if it was, like, real. There's definitely no compersion. Yeah. Are y'all familiar with the word compersion? I'm not. Compersion is... So it's kind of like jealousy, except the opposite. So compersion is when you get delight from watching your partner, or even just knowing that your partner went out and had a really good bang. Yeah, you know? for sure. You're like, wow, I'm so happy for her. She's glowing. Like, that's great. Yeah. And that's compersion. Yeah. There's no compersion yeah. on this show. It, no, definitely not. Which would be, like I said, if they were all, like, 
in love and stoked for each other, then it would be different for sure. So one of the dudes, Joe, uh, the serial killer. Yes. The hazel eyes. Dis- disturbing. He wants to uh, skin her like an orange. Yeah, he got he, he got asked to leave. Yeah. Did I, is that a spoiler alert? Did I not <laughs> supposed to say that? He's shitty in bed. Um. Well, he yeah the the whole trauma, the whole trauma thing with uh, basketball, <laughs> and that making him his personality. It, makes sense yeah it's been really hard for him to score ever since his basketball injury it's well yeah like i said when you make it your personality it's tough to take it in and out of the bedroom i think you can tell a lot about a guy by like or a girl anybody by like you ask them what some of their biggest traumas are and their traumas are fucking stupid and and basketball was one of them (laughs) like one time i played sports too long to where my body gave out slightly and i never went back for it to overcome there's people that have like like broken like legs in half and still been able to like go back and do what they like to do there's people with no legs that'll like still go out and skateboard because they're passionate about it you know it's i don't know that guy it's about getting back up it's not about what happened you know yeah um that guy's a dork they're all they're all fucking dorks like i said it's the weirdest uh there's not a group that i would hang out with like if there was just hang like conversation wise if that was the way they talked i'd be out i'd be like this is awkward you guys make this weird um none of this is genuine or fun oh, yeah. not a single Nobody joke jokes, was, yeah. yeah not a single joke was made which is weird because the only thing that i have going for me is making people laugh i feel like um but that's <laughs> that's here nor there so- i also am curious about the bachelorette audition system um, cause I would, I would, I would do that. Well, yeah. they test you for herpes. I don't have that. So yeah, then you're in. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're cool. In. You're in. Yeah. You know? It um, kind of looked like, uh, uh, Nate had a little, why was his lips swollen? I think cause she bit the fuck out of it. I think cause those were the two that actually like banged. I think yeah. they got uh, in it. And, yeah. Or he was allergic to the steak they didn't eat. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, if I was the cook in that show, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, I make these gorgeous fucking things for this camera, and you guys don't even take a bite of it. It probably tastes like bullshit. Dude. Yeah. It's probably well, decorative food. If it's decorative, if it's that, but if it's a professional chef they paid for, then I, I that guy deserves more. While like his lip was in her her mouth. But yeah, he. They had it. They did it for sure. Of the other two dudes, I don't believe in. I think she had like lesbian sex with Brandon. <laughs> they just scissored. He ate pussy like a gay stalker. They just awkwardly scissored, <laughs> mashed genitalia together without any penetration. So Michelle kind of has a hard on for Joe initially, just because he's from Minnesota and she's from Minnesota. Oh, that's so hot. Minnesota, <laughs> so hot. But uh, so I've got a question for you guys. I'll start with you, Corridor. So, do you prefer the hometown girls or the exotic fruits? Exotic, like... Like, just from somewhere else, you know, like, from fucking Florida or some shit. Oh, Florida. <laughs> you got Minnesota or Florida. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have a woman from Minnesota or uh, Florida? Shit. Or whatever your hometown is. Yeah. Uh... Legitalton. 
Legit old Legit old That's not, not too far town. from here. Yeah. How, how, how are the girls in Legit old Uh, they're nice. They're everybody's pretty chill. Littleton chill. Uh, yeah. Littleton uh, vibes. Yeah, I'd have a hometown girl, and uh, we'd share spots around uh, the stage. <laughs> share spots? Yeah, um, we'd, like, like, we'd like show each other, you know, secret spots. Do you think you could ever like see <laughs> yourself living on like a beach town or like a tropical area uh, or like a warm climate? Uh, uh, gosh. I like, I like bundling up. I do too. Yeah. But do you think like, if San Diego, for some reason, you had to move there? Uh, for a girl. Yeah. What if I was? Uh, what if I? I feel, there's a lot for to do for. Her. <laughs> um. I feel like I don't know. I feel like it's definitely climb. two different. Like a beach girl is like. I'm like bikini and going out and stuff. Uh, and Colorado's yeah. like a brewery on a Thursday night. Um, like those are two different yeah. ball games. I'm a beach girl. I don't know what this yeah. shit is here. I like, yeah, I like the beach, but do you think you could ever see yourself living in like a beach town? No, I, I don't think so. You don't think so? I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe just because like there'd be more opportunities to like stay fit mm-hmm. you know, you just, it's also um, different when it's like a house on the beach like oh. i stayed at a friend's place once and, and i was like this is legitimate like you're literally looking out to the ocean yeah beach houses are dope but i'm also that's like a million a month yeah. you're like dealing with a or, lot or more. like if it's not a million a month then it's like it's the, there's the hurricane comes through yeah <laughs> yeah then you're fucked I, I lived like well back in mobile i lived like 45 minutes from the beach yeah and that was dope and that's a good and like that's a, like a well and that like makes some acid it, and wake up on the beach yeah and that's like a fun adventure where you're like we're going to the beach too rather than it's always there too. but yeah it's kind of like the mountains you yeah. know like it takes about 45 minutes to drive mm-hmm. up there but I don't think I would stay here for a man. Colorado? A Colorado yeah. dude? He's yeah. No, they're all tools. <laughs> they're all tools. Some of them have good jobs. Yeah. But I don't orgasm with those ones. There's a lot of successful people in yeah. Colorado that I uh, am intimidated by, maybe. Like, people are always like, there's more fish in the sea. I'm like, Colorado's like a, a stream. <laughs> with a much more better looking intimidating fish than me you know yeah <laughs> that's what i feel like colorado is it's not a sea it's a small stream that i don't stand a chance in yeah i was kind of freaked out by like the level of attractiveness here and yeah. i'm always surprised when i get hit on by those people <laughs> and then it's, i realize oh it's because i'm funny like yeah. if i didn't have this if i if, well and like i guess i'm exotic because i'm southern i've got big tits yeah and i'm funny if i didn't have those things I've heard females, uh, while you're on stage, be like, she's fucking hot. Which is, Hell a yeah. I mean, other perspective female, I feel like, is always, like, a, yeah, a nice thing to have. I don't know. I like hot girls. I like hot girls in the audience. Yeah. I play to the But I've heard girls. other females say that nice. you're hot Sweet. while you're on stage. While, so. while I'm on stage. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure. I think they mean it all around, but they yeah. don't say it. They only say it to me while you're on stage. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. Well, that's but, good. <clears throat> 
Yeah, if that means anything to you. I've heard other so females. I'm going to just fuck all them. Yeah. Uh, I feel like her, Michelle's only types are always like, like 80s R&B crooners, <laughs> sexy Jehovah's Witness, and oh, the white guy from Sister Act 2. <laughs> I didn't know any of the other men uh, before these three, but I do feel like those were kind of like a specific type for sure. Yeah. Black guys with red-headed moms. That's that's the thing. <laughs> it's a weird it's it's rare almost, but it's like ancient leprechaun beef. Like she can smell it. She just like knows that these guys are gonna fight over the gold. Yeah. Um like I said, those were all very specific, I felt like types. But um Yeah. She like I said, the I mean the age old question the whole episode for me was uh, did she come? Okay. That was so, the that yeah. was one of my biggest worries because I felt like if she is supposed to be worshipped and like those men should have been putting out a little bit more better. So do you think she came with Brandon? Um, Brandon, he was the one in the middle at the end. No, he was the yes. first one to go. Oh, the no. one you think is a dweeb? That, they're all dweebs, <laughs> but that dude first sure, he was like. He just didn't, uh, he's, in my opinion, not going all the way. Like, he's not, I think, the other, if there's, yeah. Anyways, he, no, she did not come with him. Uh, I think they tried. You think they tried? I think it was going to be, like, a good attempt. (laughs) Oh, God, that's Um, the worst. When, like, you try with someone. Well, like I said, if I was that dude, I would still just be, like, even on, if it was a television show, I'd be, like, I'm willing to go down on you for an hour and a half, and you can just talk about that on later today on the, when they were when they interviewed. But they never even talked about that. Like that was the the reason I was like, well, because she could have come on the camera and been like, oh my god, <laughs> this guy's game is got it going on. Not his dick game. His finger blasting game had me. Cause like she could have just been more real and honest with it. Because I was curious about each of their dicks, obviously. And what moves and choices they decided to make. Yeah, I want to know the angle. Yeah, I want to know. I'm curious. I'm curious to break it down scene by scene. I want to critique their sex and not their love, you know? Yeah. I wonder if maybe, like, some of her dress choices had to do with, like, oh, no, I've got a giant-ass hickey on the shoulder, so I have to wear this one-shoulder-weird superhero dress. I, I would I would hope so, but... Because it's like, if I was if I was stuck in a mansion and I didn't get to fuck anyone for that long, and, like, like we would be chew toys. Yes, yeah. or, like, what if she, like, got on the second date, and she was like, hey, I'm really into impact play, and last night... I got paddled for 14 hours, so I can't sit down. <laughs> like, what if she was just, like, a kinky freak, and she only found that out with the first guy? I don't know. The fact that there was, like, a three-date and a six-day process seems like there's not enough exploring to do and too much at the same time, you know? What do you think, Corridor? Yeah. Uh, Is she into impact play? <laughs> uh, like, highly impact BDSM. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> is she into getting her organs rearranged is she um even just yeah i mean some people like to be tied up and whatnot i'm not kink shaming in any ways but i'm just i thought that would have been 
a funny scenario. <laughs> or really for lack of kink shame. Yeah, I know. I think she should be more kinky. I think she should be exploring herself and those men more. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know about all those kinks. I'm pretty black bread myself. Yeah. Or white bread. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I guess I would be white bread. Yeah. Um, also, wasn't, it wasn't... I wasn't bred by white people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the impact play, but what about, do you think Brandon made her come? Uh, probably that uh, he reminded her of one of her students. Do you think it was like a, th- a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, yeah, I think she's like fucked up. She's fucked up? Like <laughs> no, she... I think she's nice, but I do... <laughs> feel like she's not feeling it. I don't think Brandon's feeling it at all, so I don't think either of them came. I don't think either of them came. Okay. I, I just I just hate how many words Brandon says. Yeah. It's like maybe he like wrote them down the night before. before he did do that weird thing at the end of the show that put an energy in the room that no one liked. Yeah. Which you can go fuck yourself if that's what you're bringing to the table. That's bad polyamorous behavior. Yeah, well, and I, if I was her in that situation, before he walked out, I would have walked out and gave those two roses out real quick. So then when he came out, they're like, hey, check these out. And he would have been like, fuck. I made a mistake, obviously. I didn't think he deserved to stay. If I'm being, if I'm being honest, he didn't deserve to be there anymore. But... The traumatized basketball injury kid, I guess, got sent home. Yeah. That happens. But, yeah, do you think uh, that he came but she didn't because she had to be on top? Is is that, do you think yeah. she's she's the top? Well, no, she had to be because otherwise the angle was wrong. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I understand. Or she did come, it's <clears> like, <throat> like, sometimes if I can't come with someone... If their dick is okay, I could get on top and I can just arrange an orgasm yeah. for myself. It does not mean I have good sex. No, I understand that because I, yeah, like I've, I mean, I've had women express that they like to definitely be on top for sure, um, but maybe they, maybe, maybe they came but like separate rooms, like not with each other. <laughs> like maybe he was like, I, this isn't gonna work. But then he's like, I still gotta unload. And then she's like, well, well, he's obviously unloading in the bathroom. I'm gonna do the same in this bed. So I think they came maybe different rooms. I'll give him that. In the camera guy, the camera guy actually got laid. Yeah, the camera guy fucked both of them. Yeah, that would be, that's the, see, this is the story I want. I want the camera guy to be like, hey, actually, let me set this down for a second, pointing awkwardly in this way. And then some random stranger you don't even hasn't even been part of the series. Yeah, they're like the gaffer. Yeah, what if the yeah swingers? <laughs> I just think the show did. I I did bring up at one point during the show there was a reality television show called Sex Factor, and it's where they invite porn stars on to find out if they mm-hmm. have the sex factor. I think you said amateur. Oh, amateur porn stars. It is, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, they're probably good. Well, they're, they're better probably, than me. I bet you <laughs> I bet you they're pro now because the the big prize was a contract with one of like the biggest porn production companies or whatever. So I bet you they're all pros now and that show was like a hey, get my foot in the door with the business type of deal. 
yeah. they did five women and five men and they had to like perform in different situations and scenarios and um it was judged by like porn stars i guess professional porn was stars. it was it like fear factor no like... It wasn't. Did they have it was to bang in a burning car. Yeah. No, <laughs> all right. <laughs> You've got a helicopter and a jet ski. Yeah. Joe Rogan is still the yeah, host. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like early two thousands Joe Rogan too. Yeah. No, like, not cool. now Joe Rogan. <laughs> With the water bike on the bicycle. Um. But yeah, Sex Factor. It was at least like straight up and honest, where they were like. Hey, this is this is what I like. This is my like kinks. I enjoy this. Don't do this. Like it was, I don't know, scenarios that seemed at least real even though yes, it was for fantasy and like ultimate like us putting but out content with no sex. There's no reason to lie because of creative fantasy. There's actually no reason to lie. Yeah. For sure. Versus here, there's a lot of reasons to lie. Because if you say the wrong thing and get the wrong edit, then you don't get any Instagram followers. And then yeah. there's no point quitting your job for six months to go. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> where if I, if I was to get on, that would be the worry part. It's like, can I take a, a break from comedy to, to <laughs> get content? Because I don't even think I'd want to ultimately fall in love with that woman. I think it would just be fun. Oh, us a uh, credit. You're there like, for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, that's unfortunate because, I mean, I would, I would, uh, I definitely, I think I would have some fun, but yeah. get some followers for sure. That guy Joe had seventy seven thousand followers for no reason at <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, his whole Instagram is just gonna be him in some khaki shorts and some just... white socks and white shoes. Yeah, I looked him up. It's lame. It's him being like, yo, there's my buddy at a basketball game. Like, I used no. to play basketball. Yeah, now I have a traumatizing Now I can't injury. get it up, but I cry over dinner. Yeah. That guy's a... That, they're, all, they're all chodes. So the next date, the last date, the final date is Nate. Nate uh, made her come. Who, like... Nate, he, they both came at the same time, and it was a magical moment. Yeah, multiple times. Yeah. All on the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, he shows up looking like an R&B crooner, standing in the rain, catching his wife, cheating on him with a co-worker. Mm-hmm. Like, he shows up a little bit mad and jealous and in his head, which at first I was turned off by. Then I thought about it, and like, Nate's really just acting like a boyfriend. Yeah, well, and he knows he's, he knows he's better than those other two fucking dweebs, for sure. <laughs> like I said, if I would have came in after that last third date, I would have spoiled the beans. I mean, like... We did it in this position. She asked me to do this. I ate her ass. It was amazing. I would have like told him everything. I mean, I think he's tall, but he's he's still a he's still a dweeb. Did yeah. you, I don't know if you noticed his tattoos. I uh, that was the one thing that I thought was like maybe kind of more real about him. I was like, yeah. I feel like this guy's got more of a story by his shitty tattoos. Than like those other two guys had in general. Yeah, whatever personality disorder led you to get those tattoos is more interesting than a basketball injury. Yeah. Can well, you um, enumerate his tattoos? Uh, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say I didn't really like focus on them, <laughs> but I just thought they were more interesting than what the other two had to offer. Well, <laughs> they were okay. So he had a huge fucking lotus on his mm. shoulder. That's hot. And then like a stencil of Africa. Oh, I did see the Africa one. I was wondering about that. Uh, yeah. And I thought it was interesting, like, the outline is black, but the inside is, like, 
you know, yeah. the, like, it's she's... Just, it's not shaded in. Yeah, like, yeah. he's white on the inside. Is that <laughs> what he's saying? I don't know if that's what he's saying. Like, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> tattoos are hard to look into, especially not talking to the person. Yeah. But, um... Just stare at his chest. And but, like, he did have, like, assume. this, like, rock and roll <laughs> tattoo that was, like, a... It looked like like a metal cover album, like yeah. writing. Yeah, it said it said something in Latin. Or I don't. Something. Yeah, it was like font, no but it looked like it was from a metal. I just album. assume it means like dick orgasm. Yeah, it's dick. like Latin for dick orgasm. <laughs> I thought that one was cool, and for some reason, like I'm I'm more attracted to someone's uh, story. I feel like I like I enjoy people when they have some substance to offer. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just to, I'm attracted to humans with like a. A good story to tell, or whatever it is. But I feel like he had more of a story to tell than the other two dudes, you know? Yeah. I know nothing about Brendan. Brendan, he, uh... I don't know any, like, their conversations are always like, oh, we're riding horses now, oh, this is cool. Yeah, well, and the riding horses thing is, like, a weird thing. Because he was afraid to ride the horses, so now he's timid to talk because he's concentrating on controlling this giant animal. Corridor, what's your read on Brendan? Uh, he uh, he just talks a lot of shit. Like he he just he he uses lots of words. Uh, I don't know if you remembered on that one on one. Is just like you know, just like really loves skating. You know, just like all the time. And then he gets on the skateboard and he, and he sucks. Like, yeah, he's just like, whoa. He sucks at real skateboards, and he sucks at living skateboards, a.k.a. horses. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then he, he got on the horse. He did that stupid thing, like, I'm a cowboy. Yeah, that and then, <laughs> that was dumb, for sure. That was when I'll, my vagina died. Yeah, I would, I'll give you the yeah. benefit. That guy, that was a dumb part. I um, think, like, I didn't see the skateboarding incident, but that's something you're like going to want to back up if you say yeah. you can do. Even if it's just like push around and a couple kickflips. Yeah. Like that's more impressive than eating shit any day of the week. I think he has small hands so he thinks his dick is big. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. I wonder if that whole situation is like a disorder. You're like, well, actually I struggle from very small hands so therefore I think my cock is huge. And uh, it is called small hand big dick syndrome. <laughs> I don't know what you would call it, but <laughs> small fingers, large flaccid penis. I don't know. Oh, God. He just hasn't seen enough dicks. So that's that why guy, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, it, it is, I guess that would be a funny <laughs> got really small hands, but my gag's huge. Like, are you sure? Are you sure? It's proportional. It's, <laughs> it, it, it takes two of my hands. But your hands are very small. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so Nate goes on a lot of dates on boats. They always see. Okay, so Nate. That's the that's the uh, that's a second date on a boat. Second date on a boat. Yeah, the first Nate date on a boat. That was when he uh, had to pass the my two white best friends test. Oh, he's got. So he had well her two white best friends. Oh. So like they had to like size him up and stuff, and he had to be the cool boyfriend on the boat. But I don't know, the whole thing's just a little bit Natalie Wood to me, you know? It's just like waiting for something to go wrong on the boat. Yeah, I also feel like that's also... Uh, the whole thing's just unnatural. And that's, I think, what bothers me. Ziplining. Ziplining. Let's talk about 
Zipliding with Joe. They, uh, <laughs> that seemed very unnatural. And he was like, I'm afraid. And, and like I said, it is weird. Not a single person makes jokes in the whole thing. Like, they could have easily capitalized on quite a few of them, but... We won't like, even, like what? <laughs> we won't even get into it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, please no, go, no, on. go go on. Go on, go on. <laughs> it was just, they <laughs> missed opportunities. They missed an opportunity to make uh, a joke. <laughs> plenty of them, but now I'm just backed into a corner and you're making this <laughs> podcast weird. No, I'm just kidding. Um, um, how much do y'all love mariachi dance? Uh, not enough to... Not enough to... Uh, uh, run up to a uh, balcony and be like, they're amazing. <laughs> These guys are great. They were paid a mo- bunch of money by our producers to be here. I thought you were going to bang in front of them. I, well, I would have done that too. Yeah. But I mean, why else would they be there? It's like, <laughs> the cameraman's um, tired of me banging for At them. least if it was like secrety, like that would be kind of hot too. You know? Yeah. Um, Just invite yeah. them all back. Or just like sing, just hang out there and then be like, yeah. Or I really like them, those outfits. Yeah, have them all in in the hotel room. Yeah. While they ring, and then they like play really softly. <laughs> and then like I would grab one of their coats and like wear it, you know, like naked, like walk around naked with a mariachi coat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like that's that's hot to me. <clears throat> I feel like um, I stopped having fun with this show when Michelle stopped having fun with this show, which was like at the beginning of the yeah. show. Week like, three. Yeah. <laughs> Week three, yeah, I haven't watched that one. Her personality is evolving to match her fake angry emoji eyebrows. Um, They are fake. I don't even find her attractive. Nate was the only good looking person and that one other person. Taisha. Yeah. Taisha, yeah, Taisha's hot. And those were the only two, like, attractive people yeah. that I thought were, like, that I, um, if I was basing off of looks alone, personalities are terrible. So, like, that's out the window. <laughs> and the dishonesty thing, like, that wouldn't fly. Like I said, I just want to be the first one on that show who's, like, honest. It's like, this is my past. I have crazy uh, sex with strangers. Like, um, this is what I like to do. These are my kinks. Well, actually, that's kind of who Taisha ended up picking. Taisha ended up picking this guy. He was like 36 years old. I knew we had a connection. He used to be a heroin addict. And yeah. I was an addiction specialist. Uh, like, See, that guy has a story to yeah. tell. <laughs> and they were both really into God, because that's the only way to stop doing heroin. So they connected Supposedly. a lot. But, uh, like, they just, had, they just had, like, a crazy good connection. They looked really mixed match, but you could tell they were just yeah. having a good old time. Yeah, see, that makes sense. That makes sense. That guy sounds like he's actually got substance and a story to tell. Yeah, but I feel like they they all just say the same shit. All of them are saying the same shit. Like, oh, she drives me crazy. I'm having a blast. Oh, she's like my best friend. Best friend, yeah. Do you think that's like scripted by the producers? Where they ask the question, like, how magical has she made you feel today? Yeah. And it's, like, a weird, worded weird? Yeah. Or like, did they just sit them down? Harry and, Potter magical. Yeah, and be like, do you tell us about your day? And they just ungenuinely <laughs> answer? That seems weird. I yeah. think they have, like, producers behind the camera, like, as they're getting the shot, like... Fishing for those horseback riding, they're saying like, "Hey, okay, like, look happy, look into her eyes, like, 
Uh, yeah, kiss her at the table. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> like lean over and kiss her on the horn. Do you think they have like little earbuds in? And like, and there's like a producer like re- go in for the kiss. I think I think they're just like off to off camera. Off camera. They have also, cute, cute you gotta cards. keep in mind they're locked in isolation for they're a long time. Up. They're not allowed to have phones or like recent magazines or. Fucking like they're not, they're allowed no, none of these guys have ever been in a situation where, all right, so we have no phones. Yeah, how does that benefit though? We have no porn, we have nothing. Well, it's because they can't learn what's going on in the outside world, otherwise it might fuck up the drama of the game. That's, that seems like cult. (laughs) They'll be like, look at all these followers I have already. Yeah. So like I don't need to be here anymore. I'll just bang all of these super fans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Their ex girlfriends can reach out to them and shit. Well, yeah, that's I don't know. That's I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess interference, but you can also give them their phone and let them read the news or something. But I don't know. Give them, you know, New York Times. (laughs) Yeah, that's all you get is the New York Times once a day. But they let them drink alcohol and hang out, which is weird because that's just all mind alternating. Yeah. Like, you're just become a bad, a worse person on booze. Basically. It's like quarantine. And they just allow them to drink it, you know? Yeah. Well, they, they have a limit on booze now, because uh, they had some incidences. Good. So, but they still, they're still, they get to drink all day. Yeah. But they drink slowly all day, which honestly, I would love it if the Bachelor producers would just follow me around, and I could just be a very functional <laughs> day drunk. Yeah, you only get five beers every seven hours. What's the, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, but everyone, I don't know, whatever, that's my end. I don't like it how, um, so sex is saved till the end. I feel like the sex decision is placed way too closely to the engagement decision because it doesn't take into account, like, sometimes that dick is so good, you have to stop yourself and be like, okay, I know chemically I feel like I'm in love, but this is not love, you know, and sometimes that takes a couple weeks. Yeah, um... I mean, yeah, I've definitely had intercourse with people where I've had weird feelings and stronger feelings for him afterwards. That makes sense. But, um, yeah, I mean, couldn't they introduce the sex thing a lot more? Couldn't she be having sex with, like, twice as many dudes? Yeah, just have a bang week every two weeks. That would be fun. First week, And that way guys can renew. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, like, she, yeah, like, has a secret date. Where, like, a guy comes back that she already kicked off and was like, actually, I didn't get to try his dick out. Yeah. So then she, like, gets to... And then he gets back on the show and everyone's like, wow, how'd you get back on the show? He's like, my dick. (laughs) Like, that would be tight. Yeah, just have the option for an overnight on the one-on-one. Yeah. On every one-on-one. Like I said, they... If they were adults, they'd be able to fuck whenever they want. Yeah. And, you know... Or if they were, like... I'm sure some of those guys' fantasies is like, uh, like MFM threesomes, where like I don't know what is her fantasies. I'm super curious about all their like kinks, basically. Yeah. Like I want to know who, what gets who off, and like I said, the only sexy one on the show was Nate, and I think he's like still pretty vanilla. But he's probably got some more. I feel like he dumb. goes and goes. Yeah, he's goes. got like more dom in him. If he needs to put in the work, he will for sure. Yeah. But I don't think anyone's. I feel like Joe sucks in bed, obviously. 
Brendan's a lesbian. What the f Yeah, I don't know, we can stop for a minute. Um, I can <laughs> We'll just talk really loud. I, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, we'll just talk really loud. <laughs> um. So, alright, we would all fuck Nate. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, Nate and Tasha should fuck. That would be... See, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there... Um, they're leaving now. Um, there's just a, a disturbance outside. A disturbance in the force. Yeah, other people are friends. Two, they're not even making a podcast. How do yeah. they get friends to come over? Two, two Joes are leaving the building. Um... <laughs> They go into a basketball game. Yeah, thank goodness. Just to watch. Thank goodness. <laughs> shout um, out Nuggets. Shout out Joe. Joe, I, I didn't follow you on Instagram, but in my opinion, I feel like you should be a guest on this podcast because I got some questions. I'll be, I'll be a returning guest. You'll be a first time guest and I got some questions for you, pal. <laughs> you fucking loser. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like after they supposedly banged, maybe they banged, but uh, I mean, like, I, I, I just like to believe they all banged so she could get like a, you know, a good sample, a good data sample. But anyway, a uh, good sample. Yeah, she's uh, trying on shoes. That would be funny shoes. if she's like collecting <laughs> their semen. And she's <laughs> like, <laughs> little did they know I do witchcraft in your purse. Like, uh, what's that shit called? Like uh, a genetic, or I don't know. But anyway, uh, supposedly there's microgenetics in semen. Yeah, but, so you can tell if your baby's gonna have like sickle cell or something. I didn't know. I don't know if you noticed that uh, when they were kissing in the morning, Michelle's eyes weren't all the way closed. Which with with which one? With Joe. Oh uh, yeah, because she doesn't want to let him out of her sight. You know. Like, what does that mean to you, Phil? <laughs> what does all, kissing without your eyes all the way closed yeah, mean? It means uh, detachment. Detachment without your eyes closed. I feel like there's more detachment with your eyes closed. No. Do you like kissing with your eyes closed or open? Oh, closed. Do you kiss way. with your eyes closed? I kiss like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like. I mean, I like. I like some eye contact while kissing. I think yeah. it can be hot and passionate. Well, like when you pull away. Oh well. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I you settle. I like to settle my eyes like right here. So ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I like good RPMs while I'm kissing. Oh, like uh, um, during banging, kissing. Um, I guess, I guess, yeah. Passionate making out is one thing. Um, yeah, and it is weird if you like open your eyes and then they're like, <laughs> you're, like <laughs> you're like, hello. I didn't realize you were. Um, but I don't. Um, yeah. I guess I don't. I don't know. Passionate, I think, I guess, passionately making out. I'm sure eyes are closed for yeah, sure. Yeah, like if you're in there and you know, all, you, all you're gonna see is like that part of her ear, you know. But actual morning makeouts are gross. You got morning <laughs> yeah. breath, those two, if they were like I said, real fucking human It'd beings, be morning titty grab. It would be, it would be, yeah, like I've had morning sex before and it, it's not, it's yeah, it's more messy than that. Morning sex is great, but can also be. Pretty sloppy. Yeah, especially if it's breakfast in the bed. Yeah, it's like it's like your hair's already messed up and you're 
people are just looking at their finest, you know. My husband started a food fight in bed. I would divorce him. Yeah, that was also <laughs> something that was weird. They did. They're like, even, we... even if it was a hotel, just because like I used to, I've been a maid at a hotel <laughs> yeah. before, so I would just divorce him. I'd be like, like I said, nope. the housekeeper was pissed. <laughs> yeah, dude, being a housekeeper fucking sucks. Yeah, at house, they've had a food fight in a bed. And he acted like he made the food. Nobody that makes that food would rub it in someone's face or throw it at them like that. Yeah. You're like, no, I cooked this food. You know, I whipped up something good in the kitchen. God, that's like, I'm a cowboy and I whipped up something good. Yeah. You can't cook. You don't have cows. Yeah. That like, guy. You're bringing nothing to the table. The same person. Yeah. The yeah, worst. He's just saying a bunch of fucking words. Mm-hmm. Um. I really hope he doesn't go the distance is all I have to say. At the same time, though, I feel like Nate isn't ready. Like, okay, so Nate, I, I mentioned don't... that his stepdad sells him out. He's never really been in a relationship before. Which is weird. But also, that's something, as a female, you can, like, mold. Yeah. Like, if you're like, hey, I want to create a best boyfriend, like, that's it. You can that's have true. like you'd be like, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're not supposed to do. You can mold that man into, I mean, he whatever love will come if he's whatever not ready to commit. Yeah. But, I mean, you can you'll gain that, and like three months down the road when you give him, a phenomenal blowjob and cook him breakfast, he'll be like, well, that's it. This, this is, is this love. is gold. This is, yeah. this is I can't do this, any better. This is, you're better than my mom. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that's like <laughs> that's all you would have to do. Three months down the road, you make one right right move. It doesn't take much. Yeah, all. like I said, Nate's going the distance by the fact I think she has maybe that outlook in life. She, I like that she sort of goes for guys that are attractive and a little bit less intelligent than she is. You know. I well, she and, wants yeah. to be the teacher. Oh, yeah. She's, like I said, Nate's moldable. If he's never been in a relationship before and she's like, hey, yeah. you're ready to give me the ring, then, yeah, let's Those let's eyebrows are definitely this. moldable. Yeah, those eyebrows. I thought he was gay at first, but it's just this eyebrow guy. Yeah. <laughs> what is, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I wrote in my notes that uh, Nate... Uh, Nate only smiles when he thinks that she believes his lies. <laughs> that way you diagnose Nate with. But that then, works. so you saying he only he only smiles when he lies and she he, believes him. He's got him? the duping delight smile. Yeah, and then uh, I wrote Michelle and Nate are both lying to themselves. Mm, <laughs> I could see that. Isn't that love though? Like uh, the show. I can and, see that. Yeah, I yeah, that's not that's no way to live with another person. <laughs> well, like I said, it is an open Just relationship done the wrong way. Fake it till you make it. Fake yeah. yeah. When Nate does inevitably cheat, like it's gonna be justified. Yeah, well he's like, This is how this is yeah, this is how I was introduced to the relationship lifestyle was that yeah. There's multiple people involved. <laughs> this is what I know. This is all I know. That'd be funny if he caught, caught cheating and that was his excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, this is all I know. I have so many Instagram followers. You, yeah, they message me. It's just how I was raised. It's just how I was yeah. raised. Um, it makes sense. Nate, he will yeah, probably, uh, probably end up cheating if they do get married in the long run. Um, other than that, he's, uh, I think he's going the distance. Yeah. 
And like her angry eyebrows are just going to get angrier and angrier. Well, and she can paint those on any way she wants. Yeah. She uses a stencil right now, it she looks like. She needs to paint on some happy eyebrows. Yeah, she looks like she uses a stencil for... Uh, <laughs> no. A stencil. It's weird. Like, she didn't have those when she was in... When she was a contestant on the last Bachelorette Bachelor season, she had normal eyebrows. Like, she looked like a normal person. Yeah. Like... Like, I think she was more attractive just because she looked just more normal. Yeah. Like, now she looks like a super glammed up version of a normal person. It's weird. It's like, oh, Miss Michelle got a, got a makeover. <laughs> and it was weird when it was going from, like, when they wake up in the morning and the night before she would have, like, the craziest eyeliner on. Mm-hmm. And then nothing and, on the pillow. And if it's, like, passionate and, like, yeah, and things happen. Yeah, and like, if you're getting your head shoved into a pillow, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's going yeah. to be, like, that, uh, that, that, what, what's the thing where Jesus puts his, Jesus wiped his face? Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the Jesus rag. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, like, uh, the Jesus cum rag. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it could have been, um, I feel like I've been in love before. And it was much more passionate and driven yeah. than any of that was. I feel like if I fuck with fake eyelashes, one of them is coming off. Yeah. One of them is going to be, I'm going to wake up, it's going to be like on either my cheek or like on his dick. Yeah. <laughs> his dick is going to have eyelashes. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, yeah, passion, I think. Then none of them had it, whatever. I'm not rooting for any of these people. I hope. I'm a contestant next year. Um, if there's any listeners here, start doing, start filling out my application. We can film a promo video. What does it take, you think? We gotta do, well, y'all gotta do steroids. No. I've gotta lose a lot of weight. I'm not, um, I just have to hit the gym. I just have to. I feel like I'm good to go. All of those, I feel like I can compete with any of those three right now. Yeah. I feel like I've got verbal skills, I got yeah. dick game, and um, I feel like I'm much more All right, so here's of a an scenario. honest human. This is the best yeah. scenario that will work with you guys. All right, so you guys both get booked on the same season. You guys act like you don't know that you got both got booked on the same season. You see each other, and then it cuts to confessional, and you're like, yeah, I, I, actually, I actually know Phil from, from back home. And then Phil's like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. That piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I would never say. poolside fucker. Ooh, the old poolside fuckers. Yeah. That would, that's me and Phil's gang. We're, we're poolside fuckers. Um, I think I would be straight up and honest about it. I'd be like, Phil's my friend. We've known each other for a long time. That's not interesting. No, I, no, that no, is no. interesting. Because I'd be like, Phil's got a skin tag he's insecure about, his nipples he hates. He won't take his shirt off in public. I love the guy. He's an absolute delight. He can't raise his voice past eight octaves. He's crushing it in life. Somehow, ultimately, the most likable person I know. Yeah. And that's what he's I would really do. You, at, you want getting, interesting? They'd be like... Really good at getting women to drive him around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Stud. We ride bikes together. I would be straight up honest about it, but if they were like, hey, you want so- we want something more interesting, be like, oh yeah? Well, we once wrote a song about poolside fucking and sang it for three hours straight. <laughs> I wrote my scat musician bit while performing it to Phil for five... You guys should date. Me and Phil, we yeah, basically, we, we basically, we basically date. He talks me into giving him rides, and I don't take his money for it. So but, that's yeah, dating. Yeah, you're dating. You're dating. Yeah. You're you're a female sip. 
Mm-hmm. We used to ride bikes. We do ride. We we do ride bikes. I just since I bought a vehicle, I've been ultimately lazy, but I make sure to always offer Phil a ride when he's around. Yeah, and you're making me. I know, lazy. A, a vehicle. Yeah, right, dude. It was like 26 <laughs> degrees last night, and you were like, "I'm riding my bike home." I was like, "You want to ride?" Your your no your fingertips would have gotten cold. I just uh, I'm gonna get some gloves. Yeah, you need some. But uh, other than that, like it was that coat that I got. No, it's pretty nice. I believe in you. I wasn't (laughs) I wasn't doubting your ability to get home by any means. (laughs) I just thought as a friend. Boyfriend, as a boyfriend, I would offer you the ride. He's starting to fall in love. He's he's filing the paperwork to begin the process to have sex with you a couple times and eventually get down on one knee. If we're if there's a film crew, we're making. See, that's the other thing, dude. If if I was her, I'd be like, do you think I'd get a couple of these sex tapes maybe take home with me? Like these are like things that would be cool to have. If you've got the ultimate film crew, you might as well get. The dopest footage you could get and of you having sex. Good. Yeah. She could have got, got the coolest crew, hair crew. Oh like, my gosh. She oh my missed gosh. out. If I was her, I'd be like, Can I please have some take? And then it zooms in and the, mm-hmm. the eyelashes on the dick. Yeah. And then <laughs> she went to town. Like I said, is, <laughs> is there a real um a nitty gritty version of like The Bachelor? Or is it just like that constantly I feel like I guess fake. Yeah, it's it's like that. I mean, ninety day fiance as that's more, funny. That's like at least humorous. Yeah, people do funny. make jokes. Uh-huh. It, actually, what what I like about that show is some of the people like their English gets better throughout the show, <laughs> but their English gets better through jokes. Yeah, because they just they get a lot of validation and that's, they make up catchphrases. That's funny. So like it's all jokes. I know. I've only seen a couple episodes or like clips where it's like the ones that went viral. But it does seem, like, very entertaining. Or when people are, like, that fed up with someone, the only thing that comes out is, the like, the ruthless honesty. Yeah. And it's always, like, funny as an outside perspective. And but in the moment... But sad. Yeah. <laughs> in the moment, it hurts whoever it's, like, against. It is real pain. Yeah. But it's always mixed for, I bet you, good television. Oh, yeah. You are, like, the nicest mean person I've ever met. It's... I... I, could, <laughs> I That's what I... Hannah told me that yesterday mm-hmm. when we were recording podcasts. She said, I am the most mean honest or are honest nice person or mean per- nice person basically yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it was yeah. and it is my honesty because i do i like like i said check out come in we're open it's a podcast about honesty if you have something you'd like to talk about that you feel like you're not more honest with in your life bring it to come in we're open we'll talk about it but anyways um you gotta be careful with honesty. Well, I'm I'm always very honest on podcasts. Yeah. And even on this one, it's like I'll get into some deep shit about my own life. Yeah. And then what I discovered last year is that uh my ex fiance's new fiance slash current wife, she started listening to the podcast <laughs> just to figure out where I would talk shit about him. Yeah. And then and then start a bunch of like shit with me online. Uh and that shit was hilarious. She was one of my top listeners at one point. Shout out Shout out, uh, my ex's new wife. Yeah, congratulations lady. on that. <laughs> yeah, lady, I don't know you. Um, but yeah, if you're honest, like people who hate you will come and like, they'll like, 
Like I, I yeah, I, I I get hate listens all the time. It's great. Oh, I've I've been because they really listen. Yeah, I've been fired from multiple jobs for being too honest. Um, I've hurt lots of people's feelings for being just too honest. Even last yeah. night, I told I had to tell somebody that their fucking act sucks and they shouldn't be fat shaming or. Like, I mean, I just told them straight up how I thought it should have, like, what they, I don't know, whatever. And And they were just offended. They're like, fuck you, dude. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the truth. This is my opinion, and I feel that way, so. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I'm going to address it. I think uh, the kindest thing that you can do is be honest. It's, and I, I will say I am known for saying the right thing in the wrong tone. Oh, yeah. So, like, where it comes out as, like, where it's when it's backed up from a couple weeks, it comes out as an insult, or in the heat of the moment when it's, like, out of anger, it's definitely much more painful than when I'm like, hey, do you think we could try this out? <laughs> Whatever, and then I'm just like, you fucking sack of shit. You shouldn't yeah. do that. Whatever you were doing. Like, it just comes out in vicious, vulgar means. So I will say that my honesty... I say the right thing, but in the wrong way, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's why I always, whenever, like, my couple friends are leaving <coughs> or whatever, I always kind of advise them, like, definitely tell this person this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't tell them this in the middle of a fight. Yeah. You know? Like, no, there's a right, right and wrong place for everything. Yeah, but I've fucked up a lot of relationships, so I know. For sure. I've burned a lot of bridges. Yeah, the honesty thing is, I mean, something I inspire towards. I mean, I feel like I'm very honest as it is, but there's things I don't address or talk about. Or at least, like, I don't, like, lie about them. Like, if someone was to ask, I would 100% be open about talking about it. I just don't bring it up as it is, you know, too. Or if it's not interesting. Or there's just read the room. Some people you just talk to where it's like, oh, we just do bits. Like we're not we're not a serious yeah. conversation duo. Oh, we're God, just wait, when you drop a serious duo in the middle of one of those and everyone's just like Yeah. I know, yeah. There's like people that I will never have a serious conversation yeah. with just because it's always silly. For which me, is fine. I mean I'm very much an open book, but at the same time, like that can that can like get exhausting. So sometimes my friends will be like, Oh, why did you shut down or get standoffish? And it's just like, well, cause I've already shared this information with some people. Yeah. I can't just tell everyone like the most horrible or dramatic or sad yeah. things. I can't just, you know, I can't, and that, that's why I'm a comedian because it's yeah. like, I've got to have a space in my life where I'm just talking about farts. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, that also just comes down to like reading the room and who you're comfortable with. Like, I share with Phil, I'm pretty, I'm open and honest with Phil, but I know mm-hmm. Phil's, we're, we're comfortable together, you know? He's not going to use information against us. Well, I, I mean, as a joke, or if it was for a laugh, <laughs> go for it. Like, yeah. I'm all for, <laughs> I'm all for joking about it, but... He will, like, bring up something that you say uh, later. Mm-hmm. He's good about retaining but it will, information. it like, make sense. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, like, I don't think, like, I don't think I can ever, like date anyone and have Phil be truly happy for me because he's the friend who's going to come in with the with the reality <laughs> yeah um it, like I mean then there's people that like I said I wouldn't really though I'm not aiming to have those conversations with or or even that moment like there's never like we're ever never like hanging out long enough 
to where like the conversation gets serious. Like there's some people I only affiliate myself with outside of open mics or whatever it is, you know? So this goes back to a theme of the show, which is being vulnerable. Oh, yes, I'm pretty vulnerable. They want you to be really, really vulnerable. Like, uh-huh. big old open wound. Oh, here? <laughs> yeah. In the show? Yeah. yeah. It is. It was saying, I thought that was stupid, too. Because they were like, you're being so vulnerable. And you're being open. And yeah. it's like, there hasn't been an honest conversation. <laughs> like, talk about your dead mom. Talk about whatever mm-hmm. it is. Be vulnerable. Where it's like... I don't know. It never seemed like it was a real, natural vulnerability, I guess. Yeah. Where, like... Like, I, I mean, when... Even even able just to be like, laugh about it. I mean, that's still being vulnerable and open. Where you're like, yeah, this happened one time. I got to tell you about it. And like, I, I once offended a woman because she was like, we were having a fun story. It was like someone I worked with. And she was telling me this story about her and her boyfriend having sex. And it got like, it got fairly vulgar. And I was laughing and everyone was like having a good time. And I was like, oh yeah, thank you. For being vulnerable and sharing, and sharing that story. Like, it was like a weird <laughs> sentence for me to say. But she was just, like, ultimately looking for the laugh. And she was like, it was just a story, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'm not trying to, like, I wasn't trying to offend oh, you. Yeah. I just, like, I was trying to tell you I appreciated your story. But I said it in a weird way. Where I've, got, I've kind of gotten that feedback before. And, I mean, well, anytime someone's complimenting me, like, I'm not going to be a dick. But, uh, like, sometimes with my comedy... Even I've had people be like, oh, well, like, I don't know how you, you get, just get so like vulnerable up there. And yeah. so like, and then brave. I, I do hate being called brave. Brave's is a brave one. It braves. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it's, it's more gendered. Like there are a lot of times I will get called brave. For sure. The dudes won't get called brave. And it's just like, I mean. I get, no, I understand. It's, yeah. That, that's annoying. Brave's a weird, <laughs> brave's a, a stupid word too. Because it's like so old, I feel like, I feel like it's mid, like medieval era. Yeah, and plus comedy is a bitch ass thing to be brave about, you know. Well, like, I mean, I think I'm brave because I used to climb up telephone poles for a living. That's much more brave. I'm brave in my eyes because sure. I take public transportation home at the end of comedy. <laughs> I'm brave yeah. because I ride the Colfax bus every day and I saw a woman's entire ass. Mm-hmm. Much more. And risky. I threw toilet paper at her because she left her yeah. toilet paper on the bus. That's brave. That's brave. <laughs> Uh, but no, like getting drunk and uh, letting people ogle at me while I talk about dicks. <laughs> it is it is crazy. Like I mean, uh, uh, public speaking, I guess in general, is people's biggest fear or some people's biggest fear. They need more basketball injuries if that's their biggest fear. Yeah, that guy. Well, yuck, <laughs> yuck. What's the bravest thing you've ever done, Phil? Um. Shit at work. I was gonna say your work's really oh, brave. Oh, oh yeah, you know. Well, I enjoy that. Like, yeah, a little uh, bit of a rush. Yeah, I like you know rock climbing and stuff and like being high and getting uh-huh. high. <laughs> we know. Like we know. Um, but it is fun to like get high while you're really high up. What's the bravest um, comedy performance that you think you've done? That one, like, you didn't think you were prepared for or didn't think you were ready and it came out like a success. That's a good question. You know, um, where you're like, I don't think I got this, but you still over succeeded it or succeeded at it. Uh, no, uh, 
Yeah. I'm pretty, like, my first comedy performance, I, I performed, like, you know, to my friends. Like, yeah. I was, like, really excited about it. Like, oh, I'm gonna do it. Uh-huh. And so, like, I got really stoked, and then I finally did it, and, uh... Your first set was at the Bug Theater? Yeah. Was it filled? Yeah, it was... uh, See, that's a nerve-wracking, I mean... You probably didn't... Did you fully believe in yourself walking out on that stage that night? Yeah. Did you? (laughs) Tight. That's tight. That's brave as fuck. That's brave. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, your first stand-up set's for 7,500 people? How much does the Bug fit? Like, 70. No, 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 they fit, like, 100 and... 50, it seems like a big space. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. But it was a good crowd and it was... It yeah, was but you were like, time. I mean, being un- educated in the art form, I mean, and just working... I mean, your first time I went out on comedy, I went out and did comedy, was the Spokane Comedy Club. And it was like a pretty filled room. And be- yeah. this, like being the comedy club, it was kind of like expected, open mic night. So I think the odds were in my favor, but I was running straight off of adrenaline. Yeah. You know? Like, I was scared shitless. The fact that you <laughs> felt that you were like, I'm confidently walking out on the stage for laughs. Yeah, and the adrenaline was still there. Yeah, for it felt sure. good. Like, yeah, yeah you, you take the nervous in- energy. And I think people that are comfortable with public speaking are good at taking nervous energy. You, there's a way to mani- it yeah, manipulate it for sure. energy. Um, I, I had to be really brave when I started comedy because I was starting in a town that wasn't really supportive of me at first and I had some ex-boyfriends that were comedians. Uh, yeah. There was a guy who was this rapist uh, who showed up at one of my shows and he had kind of taken advantage of me. So I had to perform in front of that and that's Damn. all like my first month of comedy. Damn, that is and, nerve um, Expos- Small towns aren't built for... Yeah. But the nice thing about it is I had to get really, really funny. Yeah. And the second I got really, really funny, it was like, you know, that was kind of... They stopped. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then and then when I went away and came back, I was like, God. Yeah. But most recently, the thing I think, uh, the bravest thing that I've done comedy was when I did the slut down, because it was an all new story. Yeah. So I had to write an all new story, turn it into jokes. It was also, it was just very specific about my marriage and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, this could really piss people off. Like mm-hmm. even more so than should I say on this podcast, which, yeah. you know, what's up Valerie? Um, it, that is, it is, it is cool to have like a theme showcase and actually have to do homework for it and then watch that homework succeed. Yeah. Like that's why I think why I like roast and roast battle so much. Such just a because, good writing exercise. Well, that and yeah, you're like, I got one time to make these work and thank God they did, you know? So it's like, it's cool when it, succeeds because yeah i did i've done back home there was theme shows where i was kind of forced to write about my jail time or other things that i like yeah. gone through theme shows are tough yeah i love them though it is fun i know i wanted to do the slut down i was talking to chris recently yeah you should get it phil's supposed to get in my i'm supposed to put in the good word i tell oh. phil about my slut stories all the time yeah, I thought those were just for me. Yeah, they might, they are just for you. Are you one of those guys that like gets off on hearing about it, like compersion? Um, well, I don't I ever mean, try to. I don't ever try to get him aroused. I just <laughs> well, no, compersion doesn't have to be aroused. Know, it just yeah. has to be like, yeah, yeah, go you. I do feel compersion. 
<laughs> I don't think you feel compersion when I have sex. Oh, uh, me? Yeah. Oh, well, it's just like I worry about you. I know. Yeah, I know. It'd be better if I was a dude. <laughs> you just worry about the girls I'm smashing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, make sure you check up on them. Please. Yeah. <laughs> you probably wreck that, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you should give her her fake eyelashes back. Take those off your dick. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I, I noticed Brandon, like, while Nate was out, he asked Joe, like, uh, oh, you think it's going good? <laughs> I'm like, why would you? <laughs> like, do you think it's going good? He's like, yeah, he's probably like making that pussy soft. <laughs> <laughs> it would, um, yeah, that was like, interesting. That was it is interesting how they have to like hang out for so long. I kept, I kept saying that dude Nate should have been out of the house partying every night. Mm-hmm. If he's just sitting around watching Netflix by himself, like he should be at least investing time into some other people as well. He needs to bang the maids because they deserve it because they had to clean up after that food fight. Well, like, what, like, it would be the funniest story if, like, they actually get married three months down the road, come to find out the whole time they were in Mexico on that little 10-day trip, he was sleeping with some other woman in the city and they fell in love. Mm. And now he's going back to Mexico. And then I'm going to go film that reality TV show called... Nate in Mexico. <laughs> I think we need to become a reality TV crew. I feel like I feel like you you especially have the personality for it. Hey, because everyone. that whole like you're <laughs> this kind of, week you're kind of mean. I mean, yeah. just in terms of background guy producer, like you're you're, you're kind of like you could be evil oh, but still be, be nice because the producers they basically they have to be the best friends of the contestants yeah. and so they can get them to do shit. But they're being the best friends of the contestants so they can get them to yeah. do shit that leads to tears and lives being ruined. I feel like you'd be great at that. It would be it would be a weird <laughs> skill to have where you're like, I manipulate lives. I control human. It's we that's a weird as a producer, I mean, especially with that weird ass show. That's what you're you gotta doing. You got to be really good at manipulating, but also like really good at not fucking the contestants. Yeah. That's a fine line. Um that's a very specific like kind of douche. This week on The Honest Bachelor. <laughs> uh, I think I think just as long as you make it honest. A real, the real Bachelor. Maybe I can make a show called... Call it like the Tough Conversations. The t- the, we'll make a reality TV show. Or the Hard Conversations. The, yeah, the same, yeah, the same premise, but honest and real. Uh, Where like the producer's like, I want you to be... You. <laughs> they tried to do that. People will check out the Sex Factor. It's a fun reality TV show. Okay. Um, watch it by yourself or with a partner, because it is. Watch it with your two boyfriends. Yeah. Watch it with your final two. It is. Um, <clears throat> it is graphic. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, just full P&B. on. Yeah, it's. I mean, full on hardcore porn, but in a reality TV show setting. Like, it's got some famous porn stars that are, like, judging it. It's fun. Nice. I love when people judge me when I have sex. <laughs> it is weird, because there's, like... <laughs> Give me a panel. Yeah, there's, like, the blowjob scene. And then, oh, gosh. Um, then they play, yeah, silly reality TV game shows, like, like in that. I would, I would, I would also, I would also um, send in an application for Sex Factor as well. 
Because there was like some dweebs on that show where you're like, this guy's out of here. There's no way he's a porn star. You're like, or he's ever going to be one, you know? Like there was this one dude who was just like, yeah, super weird and gave everyone vibes that they like didn't want to be a part of. Uh, and so you're like, okay, you're getting voted out of here. Uh, get him off the set. Yeah. It's funny because I feel like I've noticed uh, if someone, sometimes they won't pick, on The Bachelor Universe, they won't pick the one with the most sex appeal. Like, if a guy is declared the best kisser in the house, no one wants to marry the best kisser in the house. Like, no one wants to marry the best blowjob in the house. Like, Yeah, that's, that's what they should do, though, is do it swinger lifestyle <laughs> where people are battling to... That would be tough. Is it like a battle in the swingers? The sex factor? Well, or the uh, swingers scene? With, with swingers, this... swingers still have a primary... Yeah, I mean, it depends. I mean, I'm, I still have, like, I mean, I have friends that I go to parties with and couples that I hang out with on a regular basis, but those aren't, like, um, those aren't, I mean, that's not, like, a relationship I'm seeking out. There's people I've never had, like, normal dates with. So, like, swingers, the difference between swingers and poly people, um, swingers would be, like, a married couple that every now and then they get together with some other couples and play. Versus um, polyamorous people, they will have, there are a couple different types, but if you're in a relationship, it would be like you have a primary partner, and then you actually go on dates and shit with these other people. Like you have, you cuddle with these other people. It's like, you know, to different degrees, uh, more full-blown relationships. It's, yeah. I mean, you're still, yeah. Like I said, there's people that I, um, yeah, I don't have normal relationships with. Because they're swingers. Would, would but you, would I would you, say, I would say I'm a single male in the swinger scene. Nice. Would you consider? Which isn't they usually don't have a good rep from themselves, but I've got a good <laughs> record. Uh, I like they, swingers better than Polly. Yeah, it's just, it's more of like a, um, I guess more of like a, a hang, uh, more of like a party, or not even a party. It's just more of like this is casual. Rather than, like, I'm spending, like, my intimate personal time with another person and, like, blah, blah, yeah. Like, the only time I hang out with, like, the few lady friends that I have are, like, hey, let's go to the Monchalette and I'll pick you up. We can just head that way or whatever. Yeah. But I'm not investing, especially with comedy. Like, I, like I still want to have sex with strangers, but I also want to uh, not have to drag somebody around to watch me do <laughs> <laughs> open mic comedy, you know? Like, I'm not... I'm not in having them invest into my personal life, really. And I'm not yeah. investing into their personal life. Like, we chat and we have a friends and we, like, bullshit about the normal stuff. Like, life sucks or whatever. But... Um, <laughs> That's what you... Mainly life sucks. Yeah, mainly life sucks. Mm -hmm. But it's not like... We're not going on normal They're dates. They're not going ziplining. Yeah. But I have, like, couples that'll, like, just text me. You're like, hey, we're going to this party this evening. Would you like to join us? And yeah. so then I'm uh, playing with a couple, but usually at parties, it's it's everyone's playing with everyone, or at least communicating to play with one another. I like I like how y'all use the term "play with." Yeah, you know, like because <laughs> really, Michelle's playing with people. Well, and that's what <laughs> I'm saying. It's, it it's like done wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like it's an open relationship done wrong. Is all the bachelor is. In my eyes. <laughs> it's a... It's, yeah, whatever. Would you consider uh, marrying or, like, 
you know, getting into an actual relationship with a couple. Um, with a couple? Like a Make triad. it a thruple. Um, Is that a A thruple, yeah, people thruple, use that term. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I could see myself, uh, joining another couple. Yeah. To where, like, I don't want to be that, like, guy is like, yeah, I moved in with it. Like, that seems kind of weird. It's a bad power dynamic. Yeah, but I also, like, I mean, if I was in a relationship with a female or whatever, and she wanted to introduce somebody, I probably wouldn't be, like, against it. But the whole relationship thing, you're like, you're spending too much time with these people. Like, there's, like, the person you have a connection with, usually, at least in the swingers, the couples that I play with um, are usually confident and very much so in love, but also understand that sex is um, is different, I guess. I don't know. Would you, like, want to start, like, a... Like fresh, like just gather up a three few people. people. No, that sounds like two. Yeah, and it's like that's let's just like start. Yeah. That's yeah. Not oh, oh yes. Yeah, so. so, but also yeah. But I'm also open and honest enough to where like the friends that I do have know that I have other friends. Like I'm not keeping any secrets, I guess, from anyone. Which is why, like, we have structures like swingers and polyamory because that gives us language to be honest about it. Yeah. And not just, you know, what Michelle does. Yeah. Everyone, like, fucks in secret. And I know, and the, oh, nothing <laughs> happened last night. Like I said, that would, like, being the honest person that I inspire to be, to be in that situation with two other dudes where they're like, hey, man, what happened last night? And he's like, we had a good night. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, you fucking you never creep. Before. Like, I would have, like, I would have been like, dude, there was some, I was, I was hot. I was hot. We did some things. Like, I would be open to sharing. Especially if I was fucking Nate and I walk in on that third. I would, even if it was just bullshit lies for the camera, I think that would be funny, too. He was like, we did this position. We did that. We did everything in Kama Sutra. And the guys would just be like, we didn't do any of that uh, stuff. I didn't know she could bend that way. She said she had a basketball injury and you'd take a nap. Yeah. It would be, I don't know, there'd just be a different take on it but yeah um but yeah the honesty thing i mean what, what's interesting is that there are so many guys in comedy and girls in comedy that just fuck around just kind of freely mm-hmm. fuck around but they're not really honest about it yeah and like i've sort of felt disrespected in the past where it's like i'll tell someone that i'm fucking around with like oh something's getting more serious over here i don't want to make things weird and dramatic so i'm gonna yeah. stop fucking you now and then it's like when that ends and i'm fucking that other person again then like they and just sort of don't tell me when they're done with me. And yeah. it's like, it takes, you know, it just, it's a phone call. Oh no, and that's, that's honestly, I mean, since I've been in the swinger scene, it's the most honest and open communication that, I mean, I've ever like been a part of. Like even when relationships, you're like, well, I did this today, but I'm not going to tell. And yeah. it's not like I did anything bad, but I, um, I sm- like even like when I was trying to quit smoking cigarettes, I lied about it for a, a short time. With, like, my girlfriend, because I was, like, still trying to smoke cigarettes. But it felt very not good to do, you know? Mm-hmm. But even in, like, the swinger scene or even just, like, the kink scene is it's very open and communication is on a must. 
Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the kink seems pretty awesome. And I think a lot of people just don't have that in their normal everyday lives. Yeah. So when they try to intertwine it with something, like you have to like, if you're going into it, you almost have to open, be like, hey, this is going to be open, honest. We can tell, you ask questions, I ask questions, you tell me, well, I tell you. That takes work. And oh, I think for a sure. lot of people, when the people associate work with monogamy, mm-hmm. and they don't realize that like, if we're going to slut around... Like, that also takes work to do it fairly. Well, and even, yeah, and then at work, you have to have that work persona still, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, it's it's the most honest place that I've been. I will say about uh, thruples or triads, I would ne- absolutely never fucking be in one. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with, like, I've had, I've played with a lot of couples, and um, it's just... Uh, it, the power dynamic is weird. It's just weird. And especially because I'm normally the younger female in the group. And it's just, it's like if you piss off mommy or daddy, then it's like they're talking about you. Yeah. And then it's like, plus it's like their marriage or whatever is going to have precedent over you. Mm-hmm. So all you got to do is do the wrong thing. Versus sure. if they do the wrong thing, they still have a place to live. Yeah. And so like, fuck that. Now couples are for fun. Yeah, couples, I've, I've even, like, hooked up with couples where they've invited me over, and, like, immediately after sex, they were basically, uh, like, we're done with you, you can leave, yeah. and I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we, <laughs> we had fun, but, like, I also have couples that, I mean, are down to, like, hang out, and it's a, it's a fun hang, it's not just sexual, you yeah. know, we're, like, we're kicking it for a like, while. Friendship is definitely good. But yeah. I've also been, yeah. The and whole it, polyamory thing, like, uh, we have all these different invested relationships. So it just sounds like a fucking headache. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, I have a hard enough time, like, when in a relationship, keeping the, that, like, sane and happy. Yeah. To make it three, four people. And then they've got other sounds people. Sounds exhausting. They've got to get along yeah. with. Yeah. And then you're just, I don't know, like I said, it's, it's fine. Like, I still consider myself single, but in... A single male, I guess, in the lifestyle. So it's I have people that I play with, but none of we don't invest any personal time or, or uh, I guess effort outside of that, which is fine because like I've invited them to comedy shows, but then I'm like, there's also that weird time where people are like, how do you know these <laughs> these people? Oh, I'm yeah. like, yeah, we fuck. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would be honest about it, but knowing comics and the comics know like what I do with my personal time too because it's been talked about and shared so like there's people that would obviously be like is it yeah I picked up a polyamorous chuckle fucker from Slutdown <laughs> yeah and he like rides around on one of those little hoverboards <laughs> people were like making fun of me for fucking weeks and I'm like what you do it too you yeah, I know it's uh... <laughs> like being on stage and picking out the hottest person in the audience yeah. like you that's I know that. I know. Well, I've heard actually that slut down too. Uh, slut down scene where. Um, it's all the fat lifers. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I I've seen it on on Fat Life because it's like a website that I. That's I, how I discovered it. That was the first comedy event that I discovered really? when I moved here because I got on Fat Life just to yeah. check out the local dicks. For sure. And uh, and then I saw that. There's comedy kink shit, and uh-huh. I made it my first goal when I got here to get on, get that, on show. that show. Pandemic happened. Yeah. And I got on that show fucking one. I know, yeah. I, I remember seeing you on there. That was cool. Because it seems like a very fun show. And it was funny because I've seen it on Fet Life too, where I'm like, who does the slut down? And then I know now that I'm like in the comedy scene. Yeah. But it was funny scene. I'm like, I don't know if I would want to do it because I bet you I would recognize some faces. 
Well, what's funny is I've never been at a show where we're exchanging like that life profiles mm-hmm, like sure. Facebook. So it's like I meet someone, yeah, we exchange names, like, oh, what's your fat life name? Yeah, and I'm like Barbara Allen, and they immediately see like everything. They mm-hmm. immediately they're sitting there, they're just like by yeah, whole bodies on their <laughs> phone right in front of me, and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, this is I know there's dope. another website that I uh, that I use, yeah, Cassidy, but it's like very similar. Where it's just like, I mean, Facebook for swingers. Do you put your dick on any websites? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, it's not I've that asked. cool. <laughs> it's just regular. Yeah. And I've like, talked to Phil about it. I don't want to get like a light for it. Like, I need... A light? light. I need good light. You do, yeah. That's what I'm not doing. Makes sense. You need a ring light. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fake eyelashes. I don't want to invest in dick pics. Invest? Yeah. Oh, God. I was doing cam stuff, and then, like, my phone broke. All my devices broke. So now all I have is this gigantic iPad that I inherited from one of my great aunts that died of COVID. And uh, it's really weird because I was trying to use that for cam stuff, but the iPad, it's, it's like the size of this laptop. And so I can't look at it without looking like I'm looking somewhere else. <laughs> like it's just the most disinterested porn ever. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've gone on cam before, but I'm just a fan of showing off, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, that's what Fet Life's for. Yeah. Um... But it's usually fun. That's what I'm saying. I think The Bachelor needs to do a better reality TV show called like The Lifestyle or something like that. Oh. The light where they put ten. I just want to see a bunch of polydrama. <laughs> no, well, like there would be plenty of that. I feel like too, if especially if you like if you didn't manif- pre-manifest it like they do in The Bachelorette. Where it was just like, whoa, this is real, obviously. Yeah, like they'd be doing this anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't want to diss any group of people because obviously there's good people and bad people of any group. But I've always liked swingers a lot more than poly people because Mm -hmm. I feel like swingers are more likely to like have jobs and homes and stuff like poly people. And this is just the sampling of people that I know. But it's like, you know, I would probably be poly if like all the poly people weren't like the most dramatic, ridiculous people I've ever yeah. met without real jobs. Like, like poly people like to get blackout drunk and you get into fights with yeah. them that you weren't even in the room for. I know. And you don't know until weeks later. <laughs> and, and, like, in the swingers lifestyle, too, like, I'm a recovering alcoholic. And I've met, I mean, most of the people that I play with don't drink whatsoever. And so I feel like that, um, I feel like even, yeah, just... The slight, whether it's alcohol or other substances, will add that effect, too. Yeah. Like, some of the coolest people I have sex with don't drink at all. And I think that's why the sex is so rockin', is because it's kind of like that sober, we're still getting off on this. We still thoroughly enjoy sex. They've got to dig into it extra Where it's like, yeah, and you're not dealing with the weird barriers. Anytime that I've had a weird situation with... The swingers lifestyle is was usually like one dude too drunk who's mm-hmm. like kind of making a scene or not even making a scene, but just 
not even performing properly where you're like dude you're not keeping up <laughs> like at this point you're no longer in the flow of whatever everything yeah, else is you're, going you're, on you're the bachelor camera <laughs> yeah. so it's like i've seen people been asked to leave situations just because they weren't a right fit and that wasn't figured out until yeah. uh, this the scenario until had the started <laughs> yeah until the scenario started but um i think swingers are just eh, um Polly makes me feel like you're still trying to figure it out, almost, you know? Like, I feel like swingers, the ones that I have interactions with, know what they want. They're like, we're looking for this, we want to do this, we would like to do this. And Polly's like, well, I'm still... I'm just falling in love. I'm figuring it out. And you're following my heart. Yeah, I know what... Like, I feel like swingers are like, Let's do, I want group play, or I want a threesome with two men, and this is scenario. They're like scenario almost seeking. Yeah. Where it's, or they, not even, yeah. And, and they compartmentalize. Oh, for sure. They're yeah, like, this I, is what I like, this I is what I don't like. I have to have things compartmentalized. Yeah. And I have to, um, oh, I'm also really weird about sharing resources. Yeah. If you're in a real relationship with someone yeah. and with multiple people, like, there's only so much ramen <laughs> For <around>. sure. <laughs> you're like, I'm not buying you two dinner. Again this week. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like... I mean, I'm not trying to dog on anybody's perspective or what they want to label or call it. But it feels like Polly is still um, like a learning... Or not even learning, but people that are still exploring, I guess. Yeah. And open to... Holly dudes don't know how to turn their uh, text message sound off when they're on a date. That's what I don't like. Because it's like, yo, I, I'm fine. Like, if I'm single That's and I'm funny. not trying to fucking marry you, like, I'm fine with you doing whatever. But it's like, turn your fucking phone off. I, if, if you're going to call it a date yeah. and act like this is romance, like, turn your fucking phone off. I, yeah. I went out with this one poly guy. Uh, he was also Antifa. <laughs> And the whole time his phone was going off, and I know it was his middle aged living girlfriend. But he kept acting like it was official Antifa business. It's official Antifa. And he was like, it was during the uh, like protests and shit. He's like, I'm trying to bail people out of jail right now. And I'm like, no, I know that's your jealous girlfriend. Like, I know. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it's a, I mean, everyone's figuring it out. What yeah. I've found, at least in my situation, is that honesty usually. Like if I'm, if someone, if someone, yeah, asks or am I, like it's going that direction, I'll be like, this is what I like, this is what I enjoy, yeah. these are my things. This is what I'm looking for. Um, and that makes, I don't know, it just makes more sense to me. Like I said, the whole time watching The Bachelor, is it The Bachelorette? Bachelorette, yeah. Bachelorette, what season is this? <clears throat> 18. Season 18. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's 18. just becoming of age. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, the Bachelorette, it seemed like uh, I just was interested in kinks and what got people going. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't get any of that information. Okay, <laughs> any last words, Corridor? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, I I agree with everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, He's a car sexual. He's attracted to people with cars. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that really gets me going. Uh, four wheels. <laughs> gets me going about 60 miles gets an hour. from A to B and exactly yeah. no further. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we were talking about a lot of stuff. I'm glad... Uh, we got you on the pod, Austin. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, you thanks for coming on. I enjoyed it. Perspective. Um, it was my first full episode, so I didn't have like any backstory or That's know know who these people are as as the show wants to sell them. But I know who they are as real people, and it's mm-hmm. fucking yeah. dorks. Five fucking seconds to know. Yeah, just be a real uh, adult human. And, and make you're a real person. I'm a real adult human. <laughs> I'm a real adult man. Um, that's what I like about that's you. why he fucks couples. Yeah, I fuck, <laughs> I fuck couples. I have sex with strangers. Um, uh, follow me, I guess, on Instagram at jokes and spokes. Listen to my podcast. It's come in. We're open. It's an honest conversation with Austin Langley. You can find it where all podcasts are welcome. And check out our main podcast, So What I Miss Podcast, the show where we watch the series finale, TV shows we've never seen, and judge the whole show based off that. This has been Comedians Ruined, the Bachelor Hold podcast. on, hold on. I got one more plug. <laughs> okay, do it. Plug, plug it in. I got, so, a, I got a podcast Yeah. coming early was, next year. Whoa, in January 2022. Only on Fox. Only uh, on Fox Television. It's... Phil Corridor, produced and executive produced by. Just let me say it. It's okay. P with P. Wait, what is it? I have to pee, but it's P with P. Pasta with Phil. It's not always pasta, but I mean, it's. Uh, we could do other pea foods, but. I'll, I'll holla at you.